It has been a minute. We say that on, <laughs> we've said that on the last couple. I think it's been a minute every time we try to stretch one of these out, but now we have a rhythm with the the new life. Yes. Um, with the way things is <laughs> now. So fortunately, we're catching up on all of our other um, content sources. Yeah. So this being one of them. I'm excited about it. The we haven't touched in with people in a while, um, especially we got listeners that don't belong to the gym and they're not in our immediate, I call them our, our social media triage. And that's the last three weeks of um, cutting the switch over. Everything's different now, yep. right? So all the change, all the, the everything that Rona did, um, mm-hmm. everyone's scrambling to find their new norm. Right. And I put something up, I don't remember if it was this morning, but the... Um, the first couple of weeks, it was shock and awe. Mm-hmm. How are we going to do this? It's not going to work. It was all terrible. The business, big question mark. So super scary on the business side. Yeah, a bunch of freakouts. And now it's weird. I'm almost calmer mm-hmm. than I was the second week of March when this thing was looming and nobody was making any decisions. Nobody was, the government wasn't making any decisions. People were playing it down a whole lot. Right. Um, so now it's nice to get this normal thing back in mm-hmm. and we're squeezing our routine back into the to the life so it's a new life um things at, at my age things might never go back right um i mean they will never be as carefree because everyone's going to be lurking and fearful and cautious and I, I i hope it doesn't go that way i hope so too um but right now i'm worried i'm not worried but the expectation now is that I'm not going to shake another hand for the next 25 years, you know, until exactly. I'm out of the market. Yeah. We were talking about that a lot yesterday is just, I'm such a huggy person. <laughs> and it's like the thought that there will always be that hesitation, even if with your own family is, I'm hoping just like you, I'm hoping we can get past it eventually. But that first, your first handshake, your first hug, your first real fist bump, it's all going to be like that. Oh my gosh. You have to decondition a (laughs) lifetime of behavior. Right. And the remarkable thing, and this is all going to be about the the positive that has come out of this. Um, Reflecting last night, we were eating dinner and we were just kind of shooting it. And in our neighborhood, nobody ever talks to anybody, right? (laughs) It's you, as far as anyone in the neighborhood's concerned, it is a community of commuters. It's people you would pass in traffic. You wouldn't give people on... You know, the highway any time of day, no one ever gives anyone the neighborhood time of day, unless you're a busybody. And you got yes. those people that just have to be up in everyone's business. Yep. But yesterday, outside doing just chores and tasks, and everybody was out. I've never seen the neighborhood so full of people walking, playing, their dogs. I mean, it was like the modern day Norman Rockwell, where it's just like, this is the new town setting. Yeah. And it was bizarre. Mm-hmm. And while we were in the house and we were doing dinner, getting prepped for dinner... The people that have been forced to change, because people put off everything until there's a need. Until there's pain, people don't change. We've right. talked about this forever. And the pain now is, oh, you get something and die. Yeah. I mean, it's right up there as far as um, there isn't any greater urgency than you coming home with something that kills your kid. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, in three weeks' time, the entire country has been forced to change. Yep. And the what us is health professionals as fitness people can't get people to do they're making 10 times the change it's one thing to get people to cut down on the booze and stop eating sugar right this is harder yeah stay home face your family 
Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can't go out and socialize anymore. You can't go out and hide in restaurants and bars and social yeah. settings where people typically just get numb. Oh, yeah. And you can't send your kids to school. And your so, kids are home. Yeah. So a massive change. You have to face those little monsters now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you see what the, the rest the, of the public the, has to deal with. Yeah. Well, even it's even for people who don't have human babies, it's people that they're going to work and even just get their commute. And on the way there, they're dropping their fur baby off yep. to like doggy daycare or something like that. So it's, it's, you're facing everything you're responsible for. If you drop your dog off every walk, you know, their, their well-being throughout the day. And it's the same as the kids you're responsible for how many times they open the pantry in a day and are they getting any kind of exercise in? And so it's this massive shift. I think it was easier to, for a parent to just deflect and be like, well, what's the schools teaching them? Or, you know, if you were doing the private because you didn't like what the public was doing to your kid, but now that you're home, it's square on you. Absolutely. Their behavior, their nutrition, their schoolwork. I mean, now you're really getting a taste for what goes in, what's, emotionally, mentally, physically feeding your family, you now are in control of all of it. It's wild. It's a high stress point because people depend so much on the input of others Mm -hmm. to get by nowadays. And what this does is it's showing all those cracks that we have in our lives. Like I eat lunch every day out with clients. Um, Now I have to stay home and fix my food. Oh oh my, we don't have enough food in the house, you know? So there's another level of taking care of yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Most people are eating based on the dollar. You know, it's, of course. it's expensive to eat at home if you're eating well. Absolutely. And so they're incorporating garbage or they're starting to see that the quarantine 15, you know, they're starting to see that you can't just sit there and keep pounding garbage all the time because now it's really going to catch up. Definitely. Um, but on the positive, so to go back to that, families are spending more time with families. I see moms, dads, and kids taking walks. Yeah. I see... Um, brothers and sisters outside playing. They're not indoors playing on Xbox and they're not mm-hmm. uh, on the smartphones as much. Mm-hmm. And it's almost as if God has forced the family to pay attention to itself. Absolutely. Everybody's in timeout. It, yes. Everybody's grounded. Yes. And the, um, it's a unique situation because yeah. you have a chance to really recreate your relationships, the ones that really matter to you. Yep. And I think some of the cool stuff that we've seen and we've incorporated in with our, our own peeps are things like, you know, there's a book that's been sitting on the shelf that we've all wanted to read for the last year, but it's those little things, you know, the commute took away your reading time or, you know, this prep because you only had that one hour a day to do your food prep. And now maybe you've got two hours a day because you're working from home, taking away the commute. But for us, it's been like, we actually can find 20 minutes to read. Yep. You know, it's finding those little pockets where it's like, I don't know what to do with myself. Oh my gosh. Well, let's start a book club at our gym Yep. and let's, let's force ourselves to sit down and not move and concentrate on something and, you know, keep our brains active through reading, but allow allow the brains to stop going to social media news that may bring us a lot of positivity on social media now, which is great, but a lot of negativity still. That's that, um, I guess it's, it's that, uh, subdued lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we talk about that every once in a while, not to live a subdued life. Yeah. And when you're subdued, um, you're always hiding in an activity or Definitely. something to do. Yes. I mean, the commute is a place to hide. Oh, it's crazy. Um, the job is a place to hide. Mm-hmm. Um, 
restaurants, bars, happy mm-hmm. hours, social networking events, um, business networking events. Yep. When you are so overscheduled, like we all are, yeah. you, you just, um, you're, you're swinging from one event to the next mm-hmm. and life is just flying by you. And now you're sitting around the house and there's the honey-do list. Yeah. <laughs> there's people taking care of their yards. There's people reading a book yeah. and you've got all this new opportunity in a weird way while the economic fallout is, you know, we still don't oh know gosh, the true cost. Say, yeah, to be seen. I like the position my life is in right now. Mm-hmm. I don't like that I can't go out and, you know, grab sushi, you no. know, because I'm I really miss sushi. I know you do. <laughs> that's why. I, that's why I mentioned sushi. Exactly. No, I don't like that. I don't like the fact that we don't have face-to-face interaction with our clients, and mm-hmm. you know, it's my favorite part of our business. And then I was just sharing with um, one of our clients um, when we were doing the uh, the social distance, <laughs> come pick up some equipment thing um, the other day, that it was like I told her I was like, you know, Brian and I sat out on our deck and we ate lunch. And it was probably 20 minutes of our day, 25 minutes, but it's like we sat on our deck that we have used more in the last two weeks than we have since we moved into our house. Yep. And just that thing where you almost now feel like you're allowed to give yourself permission to not eat lunch at your desk while you're working. And we're not talking three hours of your day taking away from your job. It's 20 minutes where you can sit there We've been hilarious. We're look, watching birds fly in. We're mm-hmm. looking at how trees are coming back to life. And it's like you, we actually have that time. These are things that you would typically just, oh, that's nice. Boom. Go exactly. to the next thing. Exactly. And we're seeing, because we have, we back up to an area where it's mostly woods. Yeah. We're seeing them come alive. God, it's the coolest thing. I don't remember the last time I saw this much outdoors. No. And I'm enjoying every moment of it. Yes. I mean, for me, you know, I'm not a big outdoorsy, like look at the trees kind of, I love being outside, but I don't, I don't like, like Brian will be like, let's do some weeding. And I'm like, that should, (laughs) that's a project. It's outside. But like the fact that I'm even walking by our front steps and seeing the fact that our tulips are growing again, Yep. like that we're, what's the expression? Take time to stop and smell the roses. Yep. And we all can find that because everything's different. Even people who are still going to work, they're saying their commutes are being cut in half. So they could still find when they get to work, is there a tree outside? Have you noticed it budding? It's like you can take that time. It's amazing. It's, it's the life that we typically, they say as you get older, uh, things speed up. Yeah, right? I, I mean, believe it. So every year it's just you lose time faster and faster. Yep. And I think typically if you've got some hustle, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a career corporate person, all you're thinking about is getting to the next goal, the next Correct. obstacle. You know, uh, the gym's got to grow by so much. If you're yep. in the corporate thing, I got to get up the corporate ladder. I'm, I'm, I'm going to grad school. I got spare time. Well, I need to climb that ladder. So I'm going to go to grad mm-hmm. school. And we continually give away so much time that we don't even re- – it starts to feel like our purpose – is to do those things. Correct. God didn't build us. He built us for relationships with each other and with him. He doesn't give a crap about the corporate ladder. He doesn't give a crap about your success in your business. He cares that you change people. Yeah. And because we're in this spot right now, the greatest relationships we have to rebuild on are the ones that are the closest to us. Mm -hmm. And now that you can't go out and see your parents, your cousins, your brothers and sisters, that's going to start because... We typically want more of what we can't have. Of course. And when those become estranged because of just the constraints of our social 
you know, situation right now, they become more desirable. Yes. And now when you see that person and you recognize they're surviving COVID Mm -hmm. and you're surviving COVID and now you've got something where it's like, we're going to make it through this. And it's building bonds that we never used to have. Mm -hmm. Now you brought up the, when I had said that I'd kind of like the things with the things I like the way things are right now. Yeah. I was referring to the fact that you and I are eating together on the deck. Oh, absolutely. When it comes to the business, yeah, um, <laughs> I've never had a greater desire to see the faces of my clients. Yes. And because in the, in the, when the gym's running, it's always about the next class, the next program, the yes. next, you know, the next thing, the next hook, deliver, deliver, deliver. And we so quickly forget that the relationship piece up, because those people are also so busy, they can't sit around and build relationships. Exactly. And now that everyone's confined, we're building greater connections yes. with people that we can't see face to face. Yes. Don't you feel like you almost, it's never taking for granted the fact that they're choosing to be a part of our gym and they're choosing to invest in us, to invest in them and their fitness. But I have absolutely taken for granted that Monday through Friday, I'd see those faces. They are, I see those people more than I see my family. Yeah. So yeah, now that we don't see them. It's um, like I, I struggle a bit with it. The draw is there. And that's one of those things you want what you can't have. Yes. And the people that I would hear in the gym, I see the this, the camaraderie and the goofing off. And you take for granted, just like you take for granted your kids. Yes. Or you take for granted the tulips growing in the front yard. Exactly. Or you take for granted that spring is transitioning. How often do you sit there and go, oh, I guess we lost spring. No, fool. You just ignored the 45-day window that you had yes. to enjoy it. And when you only come up for air every three, four weeks because yep. you've got to mow the yard, that you're like, oh man, so spring is flying. No, it's not flying. You've ignored it. I know. The people in your life, they've always been there. You've just ignored the unique things that each person brings to your life and enriches everybody. So I, I see this as a, as a benefit. I, I see yes. this as something that's come out of it that's just remarkable, a remarkable blessing. I'm hoping that one of the things that changes is that we don't go back to being busy all the time. I won't. And I, this changed I me. honestly believe that people are busy, but we fill it with a lot of stuff we don't necessarily have to. So you really can. What I'm hoping people are going to be able to do is kind of take pieces of their day, and I'm really hoping that on the weekends when it's, you know, family or your besties or whoever, like, can we get together? And it's like, oh man, I'm really, really tired. Mm -hmm. Instead of just being tired, we always remember there was a point where we weren't allowed. I think things would be different. Yeah. And I I say allowed in quotes. I know what you mean. I I think, um, I I, hope there's a good change there. I think it'll take a while. Do you know how, like when, so I got the flu this year Yep. and the, the month following the flu, I was like, ooh, I'm going to start washing my hands better. Yeah. I'm going to stop touching things, you know. And you start to go, um, you've conformed. Yes. So because of an event, you conform. And after a while, it does wear off. Mm-hmm. You know, it just so happened that on the heels of me getting over the flu, we had a, you know, global thing going. So I was already <laughs> in the zone. So I've been doing the same. I've been um, <laughs> I've been doing the social distancing thing for about an extra four weeks than everybody else. But the um, it's very easy for humans to fall into the routine of taking something for granted again. Definitely. And without doing check-ins. So if if you can build pockets of time where you're like, look, I am a corporate go-getter and I'm making buttloads of money. Mm-hmm. Six o'clock is my cutoff time. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm playing with my kids in the driveway. We're doing chalk drawings in the driveway every yes. night now. Yep. 
that's awesome. Yes. Would you really give that up for more dollars? Yeah. Your kid doesn't give a crap how much you make. You're already a provider. Yeah. As far as the gym, I want, I hope that people are able to take a minute so that we can enjoy the small moments that we're seeing on social media that we don't get while we're in person, right. face-to-face. Right. But it, it all depends. And the only way that system stays together is if everybody takes that pause. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can pause all day long, but if everyone else is running out the door or if you've got college-age kids at home and as soon as the chain, you know, they come off the chain, they're running again. Yeah. Um, if you have built in that, Sunday we're going to have dinner. Um, yes. You know, uh, between 6.30 and 7.15, the TV doesn't come on. Yes. Period. You know, um, but find these things that allows you to create human connections. Mm-hmm. I've said this before. If there was a way to do the reset button and send us back into the 1800s, I'd do it. I, I would, would burn down every piece of technology out there. I'd get rid of it all. I, know. I think it has ruined us. Yeah. But I think some of the things that we're seeing, so you and I, I think we've talked about this before. We are puzzle people. Mm-hmm. And so we'll sit down and we'll do it. But I've seen more and more people doing puzzles. Mm-hmm. Just that just that real family time. You know, we had a um, one of our friends and clients sent me a message saying, you know, when all this is done she wants you know couples to get together and play a board game and it's just all those things that's like you don't you don't need your phone for all of it you can go back and and dust off the board games and dust off the puzzles and people things yeah yep it works it does work so hopefully you guys are finding some positivity to the poopy situation yeah um and and obviously you can only stay positive if you don't get sick yeah it's gonna be very hard to be positive if you um if you end up being saddled with this uh, thing that the world is struggling with, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't, I didn't want this to, it's not meant to be preachy, but I do want to cover just a couple things um, that can help you guys um, stay at a peak level as far as your health and your, you know, great immune system, great, um, great body image, great mental uh, grit. I mean, so another thing this is teaching people is the mental grit side. Now we're fortunate enough. We are doing our own personal isolation, our confinement. Mm -hmm. There's two of us. It's completely different for somebody that's stuck by themselves. Yes. And it's completely different for someone that is in an abusive relationship or it's different with someone that hates their family. I mean, so this might not be a a positive for everybody, Mm -hmm. but when we start picking into the, um, the opportunity you have to improve your health and it's, it's very gym of me to say, and it's very fitness of me to, of course, oh, I'm a coach. Of course, I'm going to come back and start talking about body weight and mm-hmm. image and all that other crap to keep this as positive as possible. I'm not going to get into the particulars like I think I normally would. <laughs> um, the The media isn't, they bring it up and they, they talk about risk and they, of course, they want to show you why you're going to die a hundred ways. Of course they do. I even saw something about if you're not putting the lid down on a toilet, It'll blast you from 20 feet away I know. when you flush. It's something stupid. But the media is out there to scare you. Mm-hmm. Their whole thing that if they can get somebody talking about something they put out, that's a win for them. They go to bed is. every night with a smile on their face knowing that they created legions of hypochondriacs, exactly. legions of socially broken people. I mean, that is they get off on it because they're twisted. Yeah. They're not about news anymore. They're about effect. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, news... It's the positives and the negatives. Oh, and it's got some enough bias to be real, but not so much bias that there's some other type of agenda. And mm-hmm. you just don't get that anymore, which is why you've got to steer clear of all of it. But I don't see enough 
that talks about, everyone's real quick to talk about the fatalities. Everyone's real quick to talk about the infection rates. Mm-hmm. Very slow to talk about the people that have recovered. Mm-hmm. That's almost non-news. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, a dozen people recovered. But look at these people. You know, this, this could be you is what mm-hmm. they're doing. And what they're not saying enough of is that the people that are struggling the most, um, I think the one thing I saw for sure was a BMI of 40 or higher. Mm-hmm. All right. So BMI, that's your height to weight ratio. If you register, we always talk about 28 being a, um, that's when you start becoming more risky for preventable diseases, mm-hmm. 28. When you start looking at 40, you have gone over that by 12 points. And now you do have a greater chance of hypertension. Yep. You do have a greater chance of diabetes. And if you look at the sick way this virus is working, it is going to enable the strong to survive mm-hmm. and it's going to make the weak fight for it. Yes. I mean, without without modern medicine, dude, game over. I mean, we, the death toll would be much, much higher. But if you were just in the rural area and didn't have access to medicine and you caught this bug and you were in that category of 40 or above, you're going to get wiped out. Yeah. And if you look at your family right now, moms and dads, I'm pointing at you, are your kids at risk right now? Right. Are they at higher risk? We're all at risk of getting sick. Of course we are. But we're, we're relying on our immune system and good recovery practices to get us over the hump. Yep. But what you don't want is that your heart can't take the struggle. Yeah. Right? There's so much damage and so much trauma that happens to the lungs that if your systems aren't on point, you're going to be one of those people that takes three weeks in the ICU to get over. Yes. Um, and I think it's, you know, with kids, it's such a touchy subject. And I think a lot of the times, you know, we've had not probably close to arguments with parents that it's like, you guys just don't understand. You don't have kids. Well, we've got four nieces, one on the way any day now that are all very healthy, active, Mm -hmm. fit young kids. And it's just that the parents, it's not that it's like, no, you can't pick your favorite candy bar when we go to the grocery store when they, when they reopen and we can, it's, you get one choice here. It's not, you know, your lunch has to have a protein source. It's got to be, so it's, it's not that you're taking from your children. It's that you're giving them foods that are going to make them feel incredible, that are going to give them the energy to run around. And it's not, try not to look at it as you're taking from them or, you know, you're trying to make them focus on a diet, which is, I think, one of the worst things you can do for your kid is yeah, don't say that. Is pump in, you know what, hey, I think your BMI might be over 40. I mean, oh my Lord, you'll wreck them forever. Yep. But it's just, you know, this is, I think is a great time for parents, if your kids are struggling at all, to start to make those adjustments and to say, you know, you're, you have an opportunity now to run around all spring and summer because we're not in school. So I want you to have the energy to go take our dog for a walk. And I want you to have the energy to, you know, let's do a quick fun workout together. And yeah. and you can use it as an opportunity to switch their way of thinking with without it. I think parents a lot of times say like, well, it, it's like a punishment almost if you're taking. So use it as a... Yeah. So we're, we're, we're struggling with right now because most parents that are struggling with weight have no idea about how to have a conversation with a child about their weight. Um, if mom and dad are drinking, uh, Dr. Peppers and eat macaroni and cheese out of the box and they skip meals, the parent is in really no position to lecture, you know, Hey kid, you're going to do what I do what I say, not what I do. Of course. And 
if you have to have this conversation, one, there's, there's a couple ways. The easiest way is to lie to them. <laughs> it's to lie and just say, you know what? They don't make that anymore. <laughs> That's not coming home. Um, but what parents get into the mindset of is that they try to rationalize with a child like it's an adult that understands reasoning. Oh my gosh, they don't. And I'm all. talking all the way up to 18. Kids don't understand reasoning. They don't understand the logic of things because they operate from an I want, I need. Uh, we did that. Right. Exactly. Yes. Right. But parents, now they get into, I mean, uh, we know people that try to have intellectual conversations with their three and four year old about the, the pluses and minuses of making a decision. Exactly. You know, dude, give me a break. The kid just stopped shitting itself, exactly. you know, a year ago. <laughs> um, so when you get into the spot that you're starting to have a conversation with your, with your kids about their, the nutrition. One, don't justify it. Don't talk, like Jenny was saying. Don't don't talk about uh, your BMI. Don't talk about oh, gosh, why it's no. unhealthy to be nope. overweight. Nope. Don't bring up that you're high risk. Don't bring. If you do those things, you're going to damage them. Yes. Because you're going to put fear in them unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Let the world do the fear mongering. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad shouldn't be doing it for this. Yes. So we've also seen parents that have taken it way too far, oh, and my gosh, it's yes. diet. You got kids counting calories and. Absolutely not. Don't go that way. You're going to screw them up for life and um, they'll talk shit about you when you're dead. Okay. So don't do that. That's a guarantee. (laughs) It's absolutely going to happen. So it's easy. Here's what we're having for dinner. Well, mom, I don't like that. Then you don't eat tonight. Yeah. It works. Okay. I I grew up up like that. This is what we're eating. You know, single ingredient foods, nothing out of a bag box or a can. Mm -hmm. Stay away from processed food. It's that easy. Yep. It is that. Are you going to get grief? Oh yeah. You're going to get pushback. You're going to get, you know. Cooking chicken or, or red meat on the grill, no problem. Yep. You have a choice of two vegetables. You've got a small serving of a starch. That is it. Oh, that's boring. Guess what? Too bad. You know, the, you, can, you can bring in those things that are enjoyable when there's an event or an occasion worthy of having something that's fun. Mm-hmm. Birthday cake is only supposed to happen once a year because it's a birthday event. It's not cake every other month whenever your kid wants cake. It's not cold stone every time your kid wants cold stone. It doesn't work that way. Um, Find opportunities that they come in without expecting it. Don't And don't use food as a bribe. I think, again, though, we're in the easiest time because people shouldn't, if, if we are all doing it right, we shouldn't be making a grocery store run every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many options out there. So I think for all of us and adults too, I don't think it just means you just have to have kids. I think it's for all of us or if you live on your own or if you are in a relationship with two people or if you're in a family of nine, it's just a, things are different now. They're not like they used to be. So, Hey, you know, kids or Hey, Brian, you know, as soon as you're done with that, okay, we have 12 snack bags of chips and no, we don't have those in our house. We have 12 snack bags. Please understand we can't replace those for another 30 days. So if you really want one today, you should think about maybe not having one tomorrow where they're going to sure. run out. So it's a great chance for all of us to ration to, or for all of us where it's like, you might be headed towards that, you know, 40 BMI and you have a chance maybe on your way home from work, you are always stopping somewhere and getting that, you know, naughty mm-hmm. in quotes food. Now's a chance to maybe change. If you're still driving in, go a different way and don't get it and use this as an opportunity to clean up your nutrition for the only reason, I mean, there's numerous amazing, the only one is to just make you less susceptible to catching something or less susceptible to maybe having to go to the hospital 
for catching something. Maybe you can stay at home and heal from it. It's, 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 if I told somebody that all you had to do is water your yard to have the best yard. Oh, yeah. All you got to do is water it. Yep. Forget all the other stuff that we know you have to do. Yes. But if I just say, look, Billy, if you water your lawn three times a week, you're going to have the best lawn in the neighborhood. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, this is me saying, hey, Billy, if you want to not be in that category, mm-hmm. just do these simple things. Yes. That's it. You don't have to be macro ninja. You don't have to do all that. Those are great and they're options. But to just reduce the country's risk by a third, if just one third of the people that are flagged as overweight or obese right now, just, I said this was going to get luxury. I went right into it, didn't I? You did. I tore right into it. You did. You um, can't even help yourself. The, um, the, um, the idea that all you'd have to do is change some basic behaviors to have the greatest effect um, and then it would rub off on your family just because that's the way it is. Yeah. And you say all this to say... <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. That in the positives of this is just another instance where you can be the leader for just yourself, your spouse, your family, and just start to make those positive changes so then the other side of this, you could end up when this is said and done, being healthier than when you of course, were going into Before it. Before we started. Yeah. Um, so freaky scenario one, uh, this comes back in the fall. Mm-hmm. Let's be ready for it. Like the you best that we to. can. You have to. The if best that we can. If it's seasonal, seasonal would be a good thing. That means we get a break during the summer. Mm-hmm. But it's also a bad thing because the people that are sitting there and they think that this summer is just going to be, you know, Hell yeah, we're out of quarantine, <laughs> which you know a lot of people are going to. But I'm always more risk averse. I always try to look at, hey, what's the next step? And you're, I think that's just part of being a functioning adult is I'm good for now. But, you know, if this happens, that's why we have insurance. Well, right. I'm good for now. That's why I have a little bit of a savings in case I can't go to work. Or there's we have car insurance in case we get in an accident. We have right. life insurance in case something happens. But when it comes down to the day-to-day things, we're not – we're just – we're too hand and mouth. We're just too quick mm-hmm. to say, ah, I've got coverage for that. You might be good now. If you don't reduce your risk before or if this comes around again, you're going to be right back in this damn boat mm-hmm. where you're fearful to go out and touch the mail because you're a high-risk yeah. category. If you're hypertensive now and taking something, you need to get off those drugs. Yep. If you're diabetic and don't have it managed, you need mm-hmm. to dial that shit in. you got heart disease. You need to change the way you're doing things. Right. And I think that a lot of people where it is, is it's, you know, we can justify in our own minds anything that we want to. We all believe we're the busiest person on the planet. We all believe we have more stresses than anybody else. And the fact is, at the end of the day, we prioritize the things that are important. And we use the BS to justify not doing things. Right. If you look at where we are, and this is not, I'm not saying this so any of you feel bad for us or anything like that. There is a chance we could lose everything. Every small business, yes. Yes, that we could start over in our 40s and be like, oh my gosh, we have no idea what we're going to do. But I would rather, even with that constantly in the back of my mind, I would rather know that I'm still giving myself a fighting chance with my health. Mm -hmm. So There's a lot of reasons to not focus on us. Oh my gosh. And we know it's the same for all of you. For those of you still commuting in and going to work, you are probably terrified that somebody at your job was not being cautious. Mm -hmm. For the people who have lost their job, you are probably terrified beyond all belief that you're never going to find anything. 
but you still have a chance to look at the positive of this. And that's like, I'm going to take care of me. Maybe it's I'm going to stop smoking if I'm a smoker. Maybe it's I'm not going to make that extra ABC trip, (laughs) you know, essential, I'm going to essential business. Exactly. But it's going to be those small things or I can't leave my house. Maybe you are in true fear of leaving your house of catching something. Well, do you have a piece of equipment in your house that you haven't used? Do you have a set of dumbbells that you haven't picked up in a year? You know, can you do just every time you get anxious, can you do a hundred jumping jacks? So you can find something that takes your mind and just for a minute, get it off of all that worry and stress and take something that may, it may improve your heart, like just your heart. How about the stress of this makes you high risk? Exactly. But just any time there's that moment of, we get it, we get the stress, we get the, we're, I think at first, I think you and I were probably terrified 23 hours a day. It was bad. Waking up in the middle <laughs> of the night and it's, it's everything. And I think if you can just take a, take a step back and take a deep breath and find something quick to focus your energy on that nervous energy and just remember that in this you really do have a chance to go to your physical when the doctors are back open. I don't know if they are or not. Go to and actually have your numbers look better. It's pretty cool. Like that, you, that's you a really hell of a can. it's a hell of a challenge, and it's a great dare. Um, I dare you to go out and improve your health. Exactly. And you don't need to do anything wonky. I mean, one just cut out the garbage. Yes. I mean, so level one, cut out the garbage. Change your behavior. Change yes. your behaviors a little bit. Um, two, stop eating at all hours of the day. You know, just eat normal schedules. Yes. Uh, some people, they stress eat. Comfort Certainly. food, stress eat. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a stress eater myself. Um, the alcohol, just kind of limit it a little bit. Exactly. It doesn't have to be, if you're like a box of wine uh, every couple of days, maybe <laughs> maybe cut that down a little bit, you know. He said a box it, of it's, wine. It's super, it's super lame. I measure wine. I measure it. Exactly. Because serving just... five ounces, I put five ounces in there. I know. And it's goofy, but I want to... so boring. I'm very boring. <laughs> but I, I want to know what I'm taking yeah. in. And if I'm going to allocate myself to drink that night, it's like, well, I'm going to cut the carbs out of dinner. Yes. And I'm going to have a glass of wine. Yeah. But I, I do the checks and balances, and that keeps me even keel. Um, we've been putting out a lot of stuff on the other sites, uh, just about your routine. Yeah. And establishing a routine during a time when there is no routine. Yep. You know, the world is on vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the world is grounded. I was going to say, the world is different. Yeah. So we're kind of, without the without the um, the confinement and the expectations of our routine, mm-hmm. I got to get up. I got to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Then I got to hurry home, take a shower, get in the car. Then I got to drive to work. Yeah. Then I got to get my coffee and talk to Bob. Then I go and I space <laughs> out at my desk for an hour and a half. Then I go to meetings, 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 meetings. Yes. Then I got to go and meet somebody for lunch. But that structure gives people direction because on our own, we're just kind of lost. Mm-hmm. Well, now everybody's lost, yeah, right? Really Everyone, tr- I've had conversations with people. Every day feels like a Saturday night. It's so weird. And everyone's like, well, we talked, we talked to a, a neighbor that's like, we got up and then we got up at nine and went back to bed Yes. in the morning. Yes. We got up at nine and went back to bed because we didn't want to work out. And I was like, nine o'clock, half my day's over. Yeah. So the cool thing about the way we have adjusted, and I think this is why it got comfortable for me yeah we i we still get up at we're four. still getting up at four. we still teach 6 a.m yes we're doing live broadcast workouts mm-hmm. um we come home we eat breakfast at the same time yes. we cr- come home crush our work before noon and yes. then but that little thing has given me sanity on yes. sunday nights i'm like ugh, it's another work week but it's a normal work week and you know it's funny it's the same every sunday night there's like, comfort sunday in that night, we're like no 
it's 8.30 and you got to go to bed. I mean, <laughs> but if you can find that routine and then make, make accommodations for the things that we're talking about to kind of mm-hmm. clean things up a little bit, you have the chance to create a new routine. Definitely. The only thing that you have to do is get up. The rest of it, you can start stacking and, and you know, put your, uh, put your personal time in the very beginning. Get up, get up early and put your personal meditation, reading, you know, ride your bike, whatever you do to get ready to go to the gym. Yep. That first 60 to 90 minutes is yours. That's, yes. your da- that's your time to use a scheduler and map out what your day is going to be. It's your fresh. You got your cup of coffee if you do it. You got your tea if you do that. And you say, you know what, from eight to noon, this is my day. Yes. And then I'm going to do lunch. I know we know somebody that schedules their showers. Yes. They schedule when they shower. Yes. They're like from eight to eight thirty. I go shower and get ready. Boom. So put that thing together and watch how much more time you're going to have throughout the day. It's amazing. And you know, the cool thing is too, we've talked to a lot of people who are now their job has switched from home. And when you're home, while the distractions are definitely there, good or bad, you can get so much done if you just focus and divide. So it's like for, and I worked for home for corporate for a long, long time. And it was like, okay, I am allowed to stand up from my desk, you know, once an hour and switch out my laundry. (laughs) It doesn't mean that the job's actually paying for it. It means if you were going to work and a coworker stopped you to have a five-minute conversation about life, you're, well, now that's my trip to the laundry. You're multitasking. So it's it's just a new way of thinking. I think you and I are very, very blessed because we have worked together for, it was just about two years, mm-hmm. almost to the day of when you and I have been occupying the same space. I don't think anybody would believe our office unless they saw it. Brian and I, literally our desks are only far enough apart for Fitzy to lay between us. But we're, we are together so much. At first, it was a challenge. And I imagine if you're working with your spouse oh, yeah. and you have children, oh, yeah. you're like, I'm going to kill them. Yep. But we have found just by being honest with each other too, that helps keep the positivity. So I can say to you, hey, B, I'm... I'm going to go work upstairs for a little while. <laughs> I'm going to go sit at the kitchen counter. I never say that. I'm gonna, You don't ever say it. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to take Fitz and Millie for a longer walk. Do you mind not going? You know what I mean? Yep. So you just have to be. It, you got to create your space. And it created a very positive environment. Our house is so, it's happy. What percentage? 97? Mm-hmm. 3% we want to kill each other. Mm-hmm. But. You just have to have those conversations to, to keep it positive and to say, you know what, I might really hurt your feelings here, <laughs> but I can't work next to you six hours in a row. I just need a break. I'm going to go sit on the deck. Can I just have 10 minutes to myself? Or say to your kids, you know, and toddlers, I imagine, are hard, but oh, it's yeah. like, hey, just give, me, just give me five minutes. They don't know what five minutes is. Set boundaries. Yeah. You, um, but you're creating a new schedule, your new norm. Exactly. You're in a new. I, somebody else that was just talking to, they said um, they're starting to see that without all that fluff in the day, that you have nothing but time to work. Yes. So you might not need an eight to ten hour window like you normally would work. You absolutely. And you can wouldn't. get your stuff done at six. Exactly. Make that schedule. So first thing in the morning, create your list, create your schedule, give yourself limits. I'm going to work on this for this long. I'm yeah. going to do this for this long. You can't say I'm going to sit down and just keep hitting every email that hits all day long and it runs out. And yes. it's just, it's one long day of stress and highs and lows. Um, save most of your emails for the end of the day, yes. unless I guess you're on call. But um, I I put all my communications, my texts, my emails, they go to the end of the day. Yep. 
nine out of 10 times, it's almost like getting a certified letter. There's going to be something in there I don't want to read and I don't want the distraction of it up front. Yep. I don't want, cause I don't want to interfere with my um, productivity. Yep. Take time for lunch. Turn everything off. Exactly. Go eat on the porch. Yes. Go eat on the deck. You know, find find a way. Enjoy this time. You're not going to get it again. No, we won't. Um, we covered a lot. Um, I think just circling back real quick with the taking care of your health. Mm-hmm. It is and not to mention all the free fitness that you have online, right? So it's craziness. What you have lost and you know, tune this in. I want you to hear this. There's no more excuses. None. The I'm too busy, the kids' sports, the, you know, blah, 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 that, that doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't exist. What I'm also seeing, so one, your excuses are void. So adapt your new life mm-hmm. and come out of this better, stronger, healthier. Exactly. You have the choice. Yes. I'm seeing some of those clowns. I said everyone treats it like a Saturday night. I'm actually seeing people treated like a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I see people eating worse. I see people drinking more. And I'm talking like clowns in the driveway, piling up the lawn chairs. Well, and it's slurring it. And everyone's bringing out alcohol and they've got a big bonfire in the middle. One, you're skeeving me out with your lack of social distancing. Okay, <laughs> just follow the rules. Uh, the Barb, a friend of ours, Barb, she, um, she says she's a rule follower. And it, it hit me kind of hard because I hate it, but I am. I'm You're a rule follower. You're such a rule follower. I, I'm a like rule 100%. follower. Like 100%. And if, if everyone's got the same rules and we're all under the same kind of uh, instructions on how to do things, mm-hmm. I'll crush you. I mean, because there's a boundary. I don't step out of the, I don't step out of the lines. I'm that kid that I highlighted the edges of when I was coloring. You know, if there was a green section, I bolded green and then I colored it in the middle. Yes. I mean, I'm very on the line. You are. So these You're cl- black and white. I am, dude. Yeah. I hate the gray. <laughs> but if you- I'm gray. <laughs> This isn't the, this isn't the time to start piling up the beer bottles, the no, wine. I just want to interrupt you really quick. Yeah, y'all, please know it's not from judgment from Brian and I. I mean, I don't want to see you get I, hurt. I can't even for us to pretend that we would never lie and say that we don't drink and we would never say that we have not been not you know like crawling up our steps too. But it's just keep your patterns the same. If you if go. it was on Saturday night. Was your day to drink a six-pack, 25 bottles of wine, and, you know, a fifth of tequila? Just keep the pattern. Our number one thing with y'all is your health. It is not judgment. If you want to do a cartwheel in your driveway at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday because you are so drunk, that is on (laughs) you. Streaking. Exactly. If you want to streak through the neighborhood, you can streak through the neighborhood. It's not judgment. It is just a concern of your health because if it is just you, you have to be healthy to take care of you. If it is you and your spouse, think of you and your spouse. And if it is you, your spouse, and your five to 12 kids, we just want you to be healthy for them when this, when all is said and done. It, it do, I do sound douchey now. Um, this is me testifying to what I do. I, I testify health and fitness. If I heard of someone that I'm just going to keep running my mouth until I can conform every ear that yes. hears me. I want, I don't want you to get hurt. No, I don't want you to be a statistic to me. Being no. a statistic is that's like death. It's the worst thing in my life yeah. is to become a statistic. Yeah. Well, statistically uh, males 45 to 55 have more heart attacks than exactly. F that dude. Exactly. Um, when I go out 
it's going to have to be by a bus. I mean, I'm not going to just feed the statistic. Yeah. Don't be a statistic. That's no. I, I don't. And trust me, if any, if you know me, I'm a partier. I'm a partier. I'm a drinker. I get out of control. <laughs> but they're far and few between. Yes. And there is a time and a place. Yes. And just because there's so much unknown right now, it's like just a keep your patterns the same. You know? And I'd like to, the last thing that I want to say today, and if you have, by all means, I'm not shutting you down. Um, I talked to you about this. Will like, be it. I would like to encourage you all. So we are running a challenge at a gym. This is not a plug. Don't worry. Where yesterday we were on live with our people. I can't tell you the number of people that have lost weight. I'm blown away. Over the last two weeks. So we started a challenge two weeks ago. We're going to start another one. Still not a plug. Uh, just I'm very excited about it. Where people are losing and it's double digits. Right. So like in quarantine. It's people who have never exercised before, maybe they have. They're being led by one of our clients and they've in 2 weeks it's been 5 pounds gone. That's 20 sticks of butter, y'all. That That's a lot of oleo. Exactly. And they're finding the time now because and by the way, they're still going to work. But now they're taking a piece of that work day probably that they're saving in their commute and they're dedicating it to a little bit of fitness or food prep. I mean, it's just, it's changing your mindset and it's, I am so inspired and encouraged by these, by these, I think it's all ladies. I'll I'll have our, um, someone, I'm not going to say her name will correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but it's so freaking cool. It's, it's like it's doable. It is like, and, and I think they've got the priority under their belt now. They're just like, oh, I need to change. And what I think is really cool for them, they are letting this the person who stepped up to lead them lead them. Hmm. So they're letting. If I was flying off the deep end with booze or bad food or whatever, and you were like, "Hey, honey, we got to reel it in," <laughs> let the person who has your best interest at heart lead you. you Do it. You have the opportunity. Exactly. I'm not going to talk last. Really? No, that's it. I, I've, I think I spoke 95% of this show today. All right. We got excited because we're other, back with y'all. Any last big uh, to-dos? Find something positive every single day. Um, I, I promise y'all in, reg- in regular normal life before this, it existed. But now, stop and smell the roses. Oh, literally. Literally. The tulips. Yeah. All right. Um, great to have you guys back on with us. Um yeah. Looking forward to building this back into the routine again. Definitely. Um, God bless all of you. Yes. Um, I pray for your health. Yep. Um, we pray that um, you do rebuild relationships that may have been weak. Yep. Um, and that uh, you live the longest, healthiest life possible. Amen to that. All right. Word. We'll catch you on the next one, guys. All right. Bye-bye.